Hi, you entrepreneurs. Uh, today we have Maggie Kathy. She is the owner of Mags Kathy. She is an esthetician and a makeup coach. Uh, in this podcast, I'm going to learn a little more about how to put makeup on. As I don't do much makeup, but she kind of walks me through the idea of that. What, how she transitioned her business and how she kind of grew. She originally started, and, and you'll hear in the podcast, she originally started uh, with makeup and knew there was something more. Instead of just treating the skin, she wanted to actually help the skin grow. Take a listen. Please subscribe. And, and of course, tell your friends. Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. All right, Maggie. So we are here. Thanks for being on the road to growth uh, podcast. Uh, so tell me a little about kind of what you do. Sure, no problem. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I am a makeup artist and an esthetician, uh, and my main focus is personal beauty coaching. So uh, I'm a self-taught makeup artist. I've been a makeup artist for almost 15 years, and um, I just became a licensed esthetician uh, about two and a half years ago. And uh, yeah, I do. I do. I've done a little bit of everything in terms of makeup. Uh, my main focus was beauty and weddings when I first started and quickly got into doing photo shoots. I have a photographer that I work with on a regular basis. Um, her and I connected basically when we were both starting our businesses about seven years ago. Um, and so we've worked together ever since. And so I do a lot of stuff with her and we do mainly, um, personal branding shoots now. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my brand has sort of evolved into doing a lot of, um, beauty coaching as well for executive women. So for people that don't know the mm -hmm. esthetician, right? Wait, I'm yes. saying that. Okay. <laughs> it's that, okay. That works, right? Yes. Right? That's so for you clean off the dead skin, right? Make your skin pretty, right? Yes. So technically, yes, we are licensed to treat skin. So, uh, yeah, we give, you know, do facials, um, help with all kinds of things for anywhere from treating acne to, you know, anti-aging, things like that. So that has to be kind of fairly interesting because usually, I don't know, especially I think younger generations or at least people mm -hmm. I, I look at, they use makeup to mask basically maybe not the greatest of skin. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and so you have kind of from both sides of the spectrum, kind of like the quick fix and like the. The longer, the long term, longer. yeah, absolutely. I it's one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to go back to school and get my aesthetics um, license. I, you know, had so many years of just doing makeup and seeing people's skin <laughs> for what it is and just covering it up. Um, and I really, when I first went to school, I or when I was first looking into going to school, I really was just thinking of it as like, this will be good for me as a makeup artist, like just more knowledge of the skin and, and um, it'll just better my artistry. But ultimately looking into it further and then actually going to school, I realized I actually had a, a really big passion for it, for the spa side of things um, and for being able to treat skin, exactly what you're saying. Like, I love that I get to treat and fix, help fix uh, someone's skin versus just covering it up, you know? So getting both sides of that. What percentage of like makeup artists actually have are versed in both avenues? That's a good question. I'm not entirely sure like of percentage wise, but I don't think it's, um, I think especially in today's world, uh, which is very, I mean, there are a million makeup artists <laughs> in the world, quote unquote. Um, 
because of YouTube and Instagram and the things that we have, um, there are a lot of people that would call themselves a makeup artist that are really just doing makeup on themselves, you know, every once in a while on somebody else. Um, but they're huge, you know, they have got millions and millions of followers and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, really anything, but, um, there's a lot of, I think there are other makeup artists who are licensed cosmetologists, um, because they, you know, they went to school for cosmetology and so they kind of do hair and makeup. Um, but I think it's probably less, uh, I don't know. It, it seems like it would be less amount of people that are, that are both makeup artists and estheticians, even though obviously that plays like that works better together, you know, because in cosmetology, when you're in school for cosmetology, it's very, very little makeup and very little skin. It's more, um, about hair and then aesthetics obviously is all skin. Um, so let me get this, the, the time frame right. Yeah. There's 15 year doing, doing the skin. And then about the last seven years, incorporating makeup with it too. Or was it backwards? No, backwards. So yeah, so I started doing makeup basically in high school. I've been doing makeup since I mean almost fifteen years, and uh, and yeah, I was just self taught. I just did it kind of you know started doing it on friends and for dance shows and proms and things like that. And then went to school um, to get a theater degree and started working on a lot of student films and things like that. And eventually it became you know friends weddings. Um, and then I was like, hey, this is actually what I want to do. <laughs> and so uh, that was about now almost eight years ago, eight years ago when I did, started doing it full time and started my company. And then and, two years ago, two and a half years ago was when I got my aesthetics license. How old were you when your, your parents allowed you first to make one? Um, I mean, I think I wore makeup in junior high, like minimally, you know, powder, blush, mascara. I, I wore a little bit in junior high. My mom actually used to be a makeup artist back in the day, like for a little bit of time. Yeah. So I, yeah, so she taught me a few things. It wasn't like I was just out there doing <laughs> doing whatever I wanted. Um, does, and that that was, yeah. the, does that affect the skin at all? Like by covering it up, not letting the air, like. Right. I mean, it can, depending on what you're using too. I mean, there's a lot of products out there that are great and there's a lot of products that aren't, you know? So as a young kid, especially again, especially in the world we live in with so much YouTube, I mean, there's literally 12 year olds watching like, you know, these Insta, I call them Instaglam YouTube makeup artists where it's like, they're the full, you know, I don't know if you've seen anything like that being a guy, but um, like, yeah, well, no, I, I saw one on YouTube that he, he was so good at it that he could actually make himself look like a woman and then yeah. like other people. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh. There's, yeah. The, 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 the idea of makeup, it's, it's, yeah, it's just crazy that you can do yeah, so much. What it can do. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And so there's, I mean, you know, that's kind of different when it's a guy like then, you know, he's practicing drag essentially and like doing yeah. awesome. I mean, there's some crazy talented like guys out there doing that. And I love the ones that are like making themselves look like all the celebrities and stuff. It's very yeah. cool. But anyways, um, but you know, just in general, there's a lot of people out there like, that are just like, this is my everyday look. And it's like caked on you know, a million layers. If a 12 year old was doing that. Yeah, definitely. It's not necessarily the best for your skin. Um, and I would, I would hope that, and that's one of the biggest things that I do is trying to educate, you know, young people and then on up on like what is appropriate, especially um, I do a little bit of work with teenagers. And so teaching them how to do appropriate makeup that's still going to look great and look beautiful and enhance, um, but isn't going to be caking on, you know, a million layers of skin when they're 14 or so a million layers it, of makeup. You've said it a couple times saying that there's like millions of YouTube videos of like the makeup artists out there. Is that something you're aware of kind of growing up while you're doing makeup or is, because that would seem pretty daunting when you're getting to this business, kind of building your, your company and saying, I have so much competition out there. 
Um, I think that YouTube came like, I mean, not, not YouTube in general, but the, the beauty side of YouTube really came about later, like before I was getting into it, so to speak. Um, I can't imagine like starting right now, like if I was just, you know, like had the inklings of, Hey, I want to be a makeup artist and, and seeing what's out there right now, that would be overwhelming. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a thing <laughs> for sure. When I was first starting, um, YouTube and makeup and doing all, uh, all that's out there now was not, was not a part of it for sure. <laughs> so, so what, how do you get going? What was, I know you're saying that you're doing for plays and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that, photo shoots. How did I get going? So, yeah, I mean, when I first started, it was really just slow, you know, it was weddings kind of here and there. And, and one of the reasons I think it's interesting to be on your podcast, you know, talk about like, the road to growth, essentially, and and, um, trial, a lot of my business was trial and error, Um, especially because I am like an artistic, creative business. Um, the, the business side of things was not intuitive to me at all. You know, I mean, that's not, I didn't go into it at however old I was, 22 or whatever, when I started, like technically started my company, maybe, maybe I was 20, like 23, 24, when I started Mags Cappy. Um, yeah, it was just kind of like, cool, this is what I'm going to do full time now. And um, the way that it worked was I was actually getting married and my husband had like a pretty great job. So I was able to quit kind of my nine to five, you know, and, and really focus on makeup full time. So thankfully, I didn't have to jump into it like a lot of people do where you're like, okay, this has to pay my bills full time, right? So, which was good, but also I think kind of bad because I didn't have that fear of like, I have to pay my bills <laughs> full time. And so um, I just kind of took it slow and did little things here and there. And like I said, a lot of it was trial and error. I remember my first year, like starting my company, I um, was a vendor partner with David's Bridal. And I thought this is going to be so great, you know, because I'm going to get all these referrals and they talk, you know, of course they sell you on it. Like you're going to get a million referrals and for brides and it's just going to be so easy. And I think I paid like $1,200 total for the year to be a David's bridal vendor. And I think I made a total of maybe like 50 calls. (laughs) And then after that, I was like, I hate making phone calls. I don't want to do this. And I was so, you know, I was so young and new in the business and I didn't know what I was doing. And so that ended up just being a total waste of money, like $1,200 down the drain. I got no business from it. And, you know, that's like when you're young and starting out, you kind of have to, if you don't have anybody else like speaking into it or you don't have a background in that, you have to kind of make those errors, you know, test it out. So um, after that, that's when I connected with my photographer that I work with now all the time um, was when really my business started picking up because we started, like I said, we started our companies at the same time. She comes from a cinematography background and she was starting up her like photography business. And so we kind of built with each other, you know, like she, we, I got to see my own makeup in photos and in Photoshop and we like really learned with each other. Like she would say, okay, well this doesn't really look that great. Um, like on Photoshop, it's really hard for me to Photoshop this or edit this when it's cause we shoot all in natural lighting. So that was a huge learning process for me of like, cause before that, like I said, I was self-taught. I just had kind of learned on myself and doing it a few times on other people. How did you originally meet her? Um, we met through my school that I went to. So I went to Azusa Pacific university and, um, she was actually an adjunct professor there for cinematography for a few years. And so when she was going to start her business, she reached out to a few older like students that she had had to see if they knew anybody. And one of them had worked with me on student films like a few years back. And we just met for coffee one day and super headed off, you know, and just did a 
we did like a test shoot in her garage <laughs> before she like found her studio. And as they say, the rest is history. So um, yeah, we, we built together, you know, and our portfolios together are, I mean, amazing because of each other, you know, like I have amazing photos in my portfolio that I wouldn't have if I hadn't worked with her. So, and we've been working together ever since. So that was a huge kind of step for me in the business was like getting that under my belt and working regularly. Was there a precise moment? I, I mean, I know it's, that's the big, big turning point in your career. But was mm -hmm. there a precise moment that you can remember going, I can make actually a career of this? I think that I was more idealistic than that. And that probably before I even like had a company, so to speak, I thought that, you know, I was like, oh. I'm great at this. I can do this. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm talented and I'm going to make a career out of this and this is going to be great. But I wasn't thinking about how to actually run a business. Right. And like actually making money and, and all the things that entail a, a business, you know, a business owner's job. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot more than just makeup, obviously, as you know. So, um, so I think I was more idealistic and I didn't realize how I didn't, I didn't have any doubts. I was like, sure, this is going to be great. <laughs> so I, I, what the business aspect of it, yeah. setting your pricing mm -hmm. uh, of your office space, that kind of thing. How did that stuff come about? Did you have a mentor or? Um, it was kind of slow going for sure. Um, my husband is awesome and amazing and has been a business owner for a very long time, longer than me. So he spoke into that a lot. Um, you know, like he was very helpful in, in terms of teaching me some things, but also trying to be a little hands off and let me do things, you know, like discover for myself. Um, but honestly, so much of it, like I said, if the, my biggest thing, if I could go back, which obviously I can't, <laughs> but would have been like to take some sort of course or do some sort of research or learning about how to start a business, you know, like as a creative professional, that was really hard. And it honestly, there's still things, I mean, I've owned my company for, um, you know, seven years or whatever now. And there's still things where I'm like, really have to do that. I've been talking about doing it for like four years and I haven't done it yet, you know? And, um, it's like literally just to be perfectly honest, two days ago, I had my first coaching, um, for accounting, like for bookkeeping. Cause I'm going to be better about that this year. <laughs> and so, but that's, you know, seven years down the road. And I wish that somebody had sat down with me like, you know, seven years ago and said, okay, here's what you need to do. You have to start a bank account and do a DBA. You have to get insurance for these things, you know, these four things you have to, um, yeah, obviously set your pricing, you know, you have to have your bookkeeping set up the right way. Cause all of those things were just so like, I had no knowledge of them and they were out of my wheelhouse, you know? So I've had to just sort of over the years, learn, learn how to do them. Well, on a side note right there, yeah. talking about classes, I was talking to someone previously on a previous podcast and they're saying that they take one community college class every semester and they get discounts for mm -hmm. all like the stuff for like their business. Yeah. Like, discounts. Yeah. It's so, so smart. I mean, honestly, I like, I always say, you know, if I could go back, I would, I would major in business instead of theater, like obviously, but, um, and not that theater wasn't great and I loved it, but it's ultimately like, I, there's so many things about business that I didn't know. And I think that's a, that's an issue for a lot of creative professionals, you know, whether you're a photographer or a makeup artist or a hairstylist or whatever, you know, you go into it because you have a passion for something that's creative, but you don't think about how to actually run a business and you're not going to make any money truthfully or succeed in that way. If you don't know how to do those things. Well, and, and the, you know, look at it, the opposite side of the coin is cause I was actually a dual major. I was a uh, uh, mass comms, so theater, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. and business. So I, I got to see both sides. And I yeah. see people in the business aspect of it that were very 
very smart, very educated, but not outgoing personalities. And then in the, the theater totally. major, they're more outgoing personalities. And so you kind of mix it together. And yeah. Like, so, you, you know, um, yeah, there's benefits to both, of course. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you can kind of go back, is there maybe one or two? And I, I know you already kind of gone over it. Some mm-hmm. kind of hurdles that you've had to kind of work through. Do you remember like maybe one big hurdle that you think you've had to kind of adjust to over the years? Well, I think there's definitely a few. I mean, I think the business, like I've said, the business side of it was the biggest because you're just not expecting it, you know, or you don't, I mean, at least I wasn't, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't realize, I didn't even know how much I didn't know truthfully, you know? So, um, going in at, you know, 24 or something like thinking I had it all figured out. So I think that like that aspect of it, the, the accounting, the bookkeeping, the, you know, scheduling the, what software do I use? The, how to market yourself, you know, all of that stuff is, was hard and is, um, continues to be something I'm trying to learn how to do, you know? And I think, um, oh, also like I have a business coach now, which, you know, I didn't have for many, many years. And when I finally, I I had a lot of business coaches in my life, funnily enough. And when I met this one, when I met her, we just like clicked and hit it off right away. And I was like, yep, she's going to be the one that I know I can work with. And I, I trust her and she got, like, she understood me. And now, um, and she's, she was what I needed to like, give me the, um, accountability that I needed truthfully, because, uh, for me specifically, like my husband can't do that for me because <laughs> that will cause arguments. But, um, so, and we learned that, you know, over the years, him trying to like help me and push me. And I'm like, don't tell me what to do. So, <laughs> you know, but that's like, we've worked that out, but thankfully the, that's what I needed. Truthfully is I needed some accountability. I needed, I had all these great ideas and all this like, you know, brainstorming and creative thoughts, but I didn't know how to execute any of it. Um, or be, or, I mean, I'm actually, I'm the super organized person. I'm a little bit OCD in that way, but you know, it always started out with like, great, I'm going to sit down and like organize my notebook. And then it's like, you know, a week later, but did I do any of like the emailing I was supposed to do or that, you know, it's so having somebody like a business coach was so helpful to, to be able to like, strategize and have action steps and, um, put, you know, put those into action and, and, and have accountability. That was a big thing for me. How long was there an adjustment, not just for yourself, but for your, for your husband, Mm -hmm. because I'm I'm assuming he's hearing what your business coach is telling you. And he's like, I told you the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. He's literally said that before (laughs) for sure. Like, um, but honestly, like, you know, we've come a long way and we've been married for almost eight years now. Like, he, um, he gets it and he knows, and he knows that he can't really like that. I was, there were certain things I wasn't going to hear from him. You know, he just, that's just life. But, and so there was definitely like a moment, I think it was like my second or third call with her where I like went over all my notes with him, you know, like, Oh, here's all the things we talked about. And he just laughed. He's like, well, I'm really glad you have her because I'm glad that she can tell you things that you can hear (laughs) instead of me, you know? So, and I think over time, like I remember the first time, I think it was that call or a couple calls later, he was like, I'm really glad that you're spending this money. You know, like it was the first time he saw like a, you know, yeah. Yeah. He saw the value in it for sure. And that was great. Cause like I said, over the years, you do a lot of stupid things as a business owner, like paying for things that you shouldn't pay for or, you know, trial and error. It's like, Oh great. You know, I spent this much money on this marketing thing that did nothing for me or, you know, my husband, he's a video producer. And so he was like the other night, we were talking about something. He's like, anytime you feel like that, just remember that I spent $2,000 on a YouTube course that I never used. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, sometimes you just do, you think it's going to be so great. 
I've spent yeah. a lot of money. I've spent a lot of money on different things for my real estate team. Yes. And it's like, oh my gosh, we spent $30,000 on this and we didn't get anything out of it. But you know what? It's a learning experience. It is. It's it's trial and error. So much of it is, you know, I mean, business in general. Um, and then especially if you don't, you know, if you're just kind of coming at it and learning as you go, there's there's going to be times where you, you spend money you shouldn't have probably. But so this, like for me, a business coach um, and one that was a good fit for me was such a huge um, step in the right direction. And it's, it's taken my business like to another level, um, to have that accountability. And I mean, honestly, like the biggest, I, I would say to somebody else, like starting their business or, or going into it is definitely try and get yourself set up correctly right away. You know, like, especially if you're a creative business owner of any kind, um, you know, think about those things like, okay, I have to have DBA. I have to have insurance. I have to have, I mean, there's, I, I hear such horror stories about insurance, you know, and like, um, people that have their kits stolen or something and it's, it's, it's ruined, you know, that's it. Or, or God forbid you have like a fire or something horrible flood and everything gets ruined. And, you know, then you're out of luck cause you have, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of equipment that you can't replace. So that's a big thing. Um, and then definitely for me at least, and I'm sure for a lot of people it's the financial side, you know, is, is knowing how to set up your finances and do your taxes and do your bookkeeping. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm still learning that side of it. I've been, you know, doing all of that for a long time, but it was, I was never doing it correctly, you know, or doing it the way I should have been. And so now doing this coaching with um, like a bookkeeping coaching, and I might get to the point in three months where I'm like, this is too hard. I'm just going to hire a bookkeeper. And that's fine too. But I feel like right now where I'm at, I could do it myself, like just kind of spend it weekly or biweekly, um, you know, going over things and, and reconciling accounts. But to set it up correctly right off the bat is so helpful. <laughs> so, you know, if you're starting a business, like get a bank account, learn how to, um, you know, like keep keep track of it, bookkeep, accounting, all that stuff, because it's going to make such a difference. And then if you're like me, it, it, I my business started so slowly that I didn't really need to do that right away. Right. Because it was like, it just kind of eventually rolled along and rolled along. And finally I was like, Oh wait, I'm at this place where I really need to be better at this. And it's seven years down the road and I haven't learned how to do it. You know? So let's say we're talking in seven years. What's the, what's the future hold for you? Hmm. Well, some goals of mine. Um, I'm definitely going to be focusing a lot on the personal, uh, the beauty coaching side of it. I love doing that. It's, essentially like teaching, um, and working ex especially with executive or professional women, teaching them how to do their own makeup for, um, a lot of different things. Um, you know, if you have like a speaking event, a giant speaking event or a, a professional photo shoot or something, you're going to hire me, right. To do your makeup. But what about like a, a video interview or, you know, like a board meeting or the local like meet and greet, you know, kind of networking meetings, like you can't have a makeup artist. I mean, some people do, but you know, it's for the most people, you can't have a makeup artist every day. So learning how to really like elevate yourself and, and, um, do your makeup and help with your confidence as well. Like I see it makes such a difference in people's businesses. Um, so that's going to be, that's one of the main focuses of my business right now and will continue to be. Um, and it's, it's something I have a passion for. I love teaching and I love working one-on-one -on -one with people. The one-on-ones, are those mm -hmm. only in person or are those remote too? They're mostly in person right now. I haven't figured out how to exactly do it remotely because I, I, sometimes I offer where I do like half and half, you know, like two of the sessions there with me and then two they're, they're via, you know, 
um, Zoom or something. But the issue is that so much of my teaching is like hands on, you know, I show them how to do one side of the face and then they um, do the other side so that I can each like step by step as we go so that I can show them how I do it and then also be there, you know, to help and adjust what they're doing on the other side. And it's a really good way of learning. So um, I haven't figured out exactly like how I would do that if it was all like strictly remote, but who knows, then, you know, someday, but. So if there's a professional women out there that are listening mm-hmm. in the Long Beach area, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to get in contact with you? Are you in the Long Beach area? No, I'm in San Diego. Uh, I was going to say, I'm like, um, uh, yeah. So the best way to get in contact with me is, I mean, you can email me on, through my website. My my website is just magscathy.com. Um, you can contact me directly through that or email me at maggie at magscathy.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram and all the things. So that's easy. And I'm actually not, if you're saying that I'm in Long Beach, I'm actually not in Long Beach. That is where I'm from. No. Well, my phone number is still from Long Beach, but (laughs) yeah, I'm up, I'm up in Laverne, California, which is like, uh, basically east of Pasadena. If you know where that is, like the top of the 50, whoops, sorry. Top of the 57 is what Uh, I always say. So yeah. Um, drive to you. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I grew up in Long Beach. That's where I'm from. Um, but yeah, that's, that's where I am. So yeah, I, I work with people from all over. I work with people from San Diego, LA, you know, everywhere, but. Okay. This is, this is a question that I have to, to finish. Well, I probably got two questions, but okay. how long should it usually take for someone to do their, their own makeup? Mm. Um, I think that that'll range depending on what you're getting ready for. But I would say anywhere between like, there are some women where they're like, I need to get ready so fast. Like whether I'm a mom or I'm, you know, I've got tons of work stuff going on. So I need like a literally five to 10 minute. Like when I get ready in the morning with like my base makeup look, it takes me probably about seven minutes. Whereas like if I was doing a full like eyeshadow and everything, like if you're going out or you're going to an event or you're speaking on stage, I think that could, you know, it should maybe take you about 20 to 30 minutes. Okay. If you're doing a full, like if you're doing lashes and things like that. So an hour is too long. I mean, some people like to spend that much time just because I think they enjoy it. You know, (laughs) like it's like their little time. I could definitely spend an hour on my makeup, you know, if I was like really, but I I was so impressed with with someone. There was uh, um, one of my friends, significant others, Mm -hmm. and we're there and like she's putting on a base. She's going here. It's like, it's like, Oh my goodness. I yeah, didn't realize there's so many so, steps. So much into it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, again, I think like you can take longer, you know, definitely. And for the most part, when I'm coaching women, they, most of these women, like they're professionals, they're working, they don't have time to sit for an hour to do their makeup. So what I'm trying to do is like teach them how to do the best look they can in the shortest amount of time possible, truthfully, you know? So, um, that's part of my, <laughs> part of my goal with teaching. Could you give maybe if like uh, some kind of helping hand of if someone's doing their makeup, what's something that someone, a woman should know? Like what's the, is there like a tidbit that like oh, man. be aware of this or make sure your color is matching? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Um, oh gosh. Well, I would say there's something that I deal with a lot and that's especially where we live in Southern California is that uh, everyone, I think that almost everybody is dehydrated. (laughs) Like, um, just because of where we live, you know, it's very dry. And so for the most part, I just say, no matter what you're dealing with, whether you're dealing with like acne prone skin or like aging, you know, wrinkles, um, it's so important 
to like moisturize and hydrate your skin. Um, for a lot of acne people, if you're, if you tend towards oily, a lot of people tend to try and mattify, like, like not use a lot of moisturizer or put on a lot of mattifying products. And the fact of the matter is your skin needs moisture. It, you know, it's made that way. So if you're you not using the correct moisturizer or you're putting, you know, a lot of mattifying products on, your skin's just going to produce more oil and more oil because it needs it. So um, if you have acne or you're really oily, make sure you're using like a good moisturizer or hydrator to, for your skin. And then especially with aging skin, um, if you're dealing with fine lines and wrinkles, things like that, um, you're probably very dehydrated. And the way to cover up things like dark circles or wrinkles around your eyes is not to cake on the makeup. It's to hydrate more. So drink a ton of water and moisturize like more moisture under your eyes. is going to help from those little like tiny fine lines and wrinkles showing when you put on your foundation. So that's a little skincare and makeup tip for you. <laughs> Next time I do my makeup, I'll take note of that. Yes, please make sure. Please make sure of any that you moisturize. <laughs> Thank you again, Maggie, for being on the, the Road to Grow podcast. Um, I appreciate all the insights and hopefully our subscribers got some great information. Yeah, absolutely. That that little last piece of moisturizing, I think that alone <laughs> is is beneficial for <laughs> the whole podcast. Well, good. Yeah, I know. Listen all the way through and you get your little skincare tidbit. <laughs> Alright, uh, please subscribe, please share and tell your friends. Thanks again, Maggie. Thanks, Vinny. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.